Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey folks, welcome to today's podcast, and we have a lot to cover today. And uh, you may or may not be surprised, but I'm going to bet you are. And there's just a few headlines I'm going to cover today. I'm going to pop them out here to you real fast. So I talked about this uh, yesterday. Scientists create synthetic human embryos. Yes, folks. And school boards can now circumvent voters in renewing property tax levies. Uh, yeah. Senior Russian official Putin has a green light to sever undersea commo lines, which is our communication lines of the cables of the country's, quote, enemies. Yes, you guys. And, of course, proposed bill to give Russia central bank assets to Ukraine. Folks, I want you to realize what that means in the whole scope of things and the giant picture in the, uh, you know, nuclear war that might be coming as art uh, let me know this morning, and I completely agree with you, Art. Yes. So RFK Jr. says he must, quote, be careful, unquote, that the CIA doesn't assassinate him. So, you know, that is absolutely the truth. Absolutely. They're going to go after him. You know it. It's kind of like a, oh, I don't know, a thing of theirs. Anyway, student loan payments will restart soon. And, of course, you know, get the timeline of borrowers should know. So, folks, starting on September the 1st, your interest will kick in. In uh, October, payments are going to begin again uh, for 43 million Americans. And uh, I'm one of those million Americans. And I don't know that much. I've caught it down from 50 grand to, I think, about six grand now. So, I am almost, almost out. I may not need a walker by the time I get mine, po- mine paid off. <laughs> anyway, so House Oversight Chairman says there is evidence of 20 to $30 million of illegal payments to Biden's. And of course, appearing on Fox News, Commerce stated, quote, we have more bank records coming in, but we're uh, going to exceed the $10 million this week. But I think we'll get it up to 20 to $30 million. And uh, he further noted that it is becoming clear that Biden's potentially engaged in bribery, influence, uh, peddling, and money laundering. Quote, this is going to be hard for Biden to explain. This is not going away. And I think eventually the mainstream media is going to start asking the real questions, comrade. And could you imagine if that was a Republican in office? Could you imagine if that was Bush or Bush Sr.? Or could you imagine if that was Trump in office and that was, are you serious? No. But, you know, of course, Biden, they're, what they're going to do is they're going to let Biden go out there and try to talk for himself. And we all know how well he can talk, right? And uh, that's what we're going to do. And they're just going to let him just dig his own self a hole. And they're going to put somebody up in his place. Probably, you know, Bernie Sanders or somebody. God help us. A self-proclaimed socialist, communist. Anyway. Oh, boy, folks. In America, we got to stand up. We got to stand up now for our rights. So we won't have them anymore. Anyway. So Bill Gates unveils. $50 million partnership with Chinese university that conducts military research. Hmm. Boy, nothing fishy about that, huh? No. As Russia prepares to use tactical nukes, millions of you don't even realize that you are going to die in a third world war. Um, has anybody read Revelation lately? Mm, might crack that Bible open and skim to the back there. If you hit the glossary, just make a left and go back there to Revelation. And you might want to read that book today. Mm-hmm. So uh, Xi Jinping meets Bill Gates and China calls him an old friend. Mm, gee, nothing, nothing fishy or strange about that at all. No. And so gallant to U.S. counterpart Austin. Israel ready for prolonged Gaza OP. So, guys, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Russia FM, Russia may use nuclear weapons for defense. Uh, yeah. And Russians, uh, Russia's Putin attacks the Jewish heritage of Ukraine's Zelensky. 
There you go. Well, Putin's got a point there. Anyway, so Abbas wraps up China trip with with expression of support for regimes, murder of Muslims, hope that Beijing will broker Palestinian statehood. So, guys, you kind of see where we're going here. Uh, lots of stuff happening. And I will recommend uh, Jan Markell's latest, uh, latest program with uh, uh, Brandon Holthouse. I did listen to it. Seems pretty good. Yeah, so if you guys, if you want to, it's, 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 you know, it's got a lot of good stuff in there we'll probably need to be aware of. So, WEF senior advisor insists artificial intelligence will author a new world religion in the next, quote, few years. Oh, gee, nothing going on strange about all this stuff, folks. No. Oh, there's nothing to see here, folks. Just keep your face down and your eyes on your phone and don't look up. Don't look up. Just keep looking at that phone. Don't go outside and get you some fresh air. Don't go fishing. Don't go fishing. No, no. No, but you just keep your eyes glued to that phone. Or you know what? Why don't you just go ahead and turn on Netflix and why don't you just binge watch some other garbage? Yeah, that's how they keep you hooked. You know what I'm talking about? That's right. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, you know, let's just jump on here to the WEF. Let's talk about the World Economic Forum. And, uh, you know, our favorite Clash Schwab's. Yes, he looks like some moron, some villain out of some C-rated sci-fi movie from the 60s. Anyway, during an interview last week with journalist Pedro Pinto, atheist and World Economic Forum senior advisor Yuval Noah Harari asserted that within a few years, a new religion will emerge whose author is artificial intelligence. Mm, green aliens, green aliens, yeah. Uh, that's coming up in the news, too. If you guys noticed that, they landed in our, they landed in our backyard, and they were not human. 100% not human, unhuman. They were like 8 to 10 feet tall, big eyes, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff is in the news now, and I don't doubt that that's for real, because demons, you know, can manifest themselves into whatever. You know, Satan manifests himself into an angel of light. Hello, folks. Deception, deception, deception. How many times do we have to say it? Mm-hmm. Jesus said it plenty of times. So this article is HarbingersDaily.com, posted on the 15th of June. It is by Brianna Caution. Yes, Brianna Caution. So uh, during an interview last week with journalist Pedro Pinto, atheist and World Economic Forum, told us in a few years, of course, you know, they're going to have a new religion and it's going to be about artificial intelligence. I just summarized that part. The article says, while dismissing the validity of religion as a whole, Harari specifically took aim at Christianity, suggesting that AI can rewrite a new, more correct Bible. Sure, folks. Mm. Quote, artificial intelligence is the first technology ever that can create new ideas. The printing press, radio, television broadcast spread the ideas created by the human brain by the human mind. They cannot create a new idea. You know, Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page, Harari stated. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? AI can create new ideas and can even write a new Bible. Uh, let me just interject here really quick. Um, the reason that there is not uh, a single new page or a single new idea is because God gave us the Bible. And when he said that was it, that was it. The canon was closed. And if you read the book of Revelation at the very end, it tells us anybody who adds to this book, uh, the plagues will be added on to him. And if you take away from this book, not very good, right? Bad, bad things. Bad things will happen to you. <laughs> and so God did that so that people couldn't just come on to God told me to tell you, to tell me, to tell you, to tell you, to tell me. Yeah. Get away from those people. 
get away, get away, get away. And I'm sure some of them mean very well, you know, whatever. But God has not added anything to his word. That's why it's closed. It's an inspired God-breathed word. That's what it is. And what was it? Jesus is the word. Remember John 1, 1. Hello, people. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was God. So remember that. Mm -mm -mm. So that's why, uh, Mr. Harari. Anyway, back to the article. I just got to throw that in there because it just irked me. Anyhow, I get when I get irked. Anyway, so throughout, quote, throughout history, religions dreamed about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity, he continued. Every religion, quote, claims our book, all the books of the other religions, humans wrote them, but our book, no, 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 it came from some superhuman intelligence, unquote. Harari went on to claim that in a few years, there might be religious or religions that are actually corrupt. Just think about a religion whose holy book is written by AI. That could be a reality in a few years, unquote. The creators and advocates of artificial intelligence, by its name alone, have decimated a critical falsehood. AI is merely man-programmed machine learning in which individuals feed information and design functions. No matter how complex the software and engineering, AI does not possess its own intelligence and cannot be severed from man's wisdom, ignorance, and bias. Ken Ham recently addressed comments from Google co-founder Larry Page who claimed that AI will become a digital god. Digital AI is developed and programmed by sinful human beings, Ham noted. So their quote, God will reflect that. Today, quote, today's AI, such as chat GPT, is incredibly biased with leftist ideologies um, because it reflects the viewpoints of both those who program it and the voices it pulls from to answer questions, he underscored. Digital AI makes a sad god, a god crafted by humans and limited in its abilities by what we can create and program. It won't save anyone. It won't turn this world into a utopia, unquote. The World Economic Forum and other globalist entities have made a habit of opening, discussing their schemes. They do. They do it all the time, folks. I'm just going to throw that in there. But anyway, in 2022, he says, uh, she said, I wrote about a world government summit panel, quote, titled, um, are we ready for a new world order in which economist and White House advisor Dr. Pippa Melgram stated, quote, what underpins a world order is always the financial system. What we are seeing in our world today is that we are on the brink of a dramatic change. We where we are about to and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on, unquote. Hmm. Complete control over financial transactions in a new world religion intelligently pinned by AI? Hmm. The plans of the globalists bear unmistakable resemblance to what God's word stated will occur in the future. While Harari's intent was to undermine the authority of the Bible, it seems he accidentally validated God's authorship of scripture. God, who knows the end from the beginning, told us in his word that there would arise a worldwide dictatorship that would control the buying and selling of every person on earth. This tyrannical world government will demand participation in worship of a new world religion. At the center of this new religion will be the one the Bible refers to as the Antichrist, the beast, or the 
lawless one as quoted in first john 2 18 revelation 13 and second thessalonians 2 instrumental in his enforcement of this new religion will be the quote image of the beast unquote revelation 13 15 through 18 kjv says and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed and he causes all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name here is wisdom let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and his number is six hundred three score and six or for us other folks in the in the new english language six 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 Yes, guys. So Barry Stagner, uh, Pastor Barry Stagner, in an episode of The Lineup, explained the possible connection between artificial intelligence and the image. And I quote in Revelation 13, we've got some type of lifelike statue erected, an image of the beast that seems to be alive. And there's a mark associated with this name, the number of his name and the worship of the beast. This is consistent with a lot of things that we see going on today and moving in that direction, Stagner noted. We know in Revelation 13 that the whole world is going to go after the beast. All the earth dwellers, anyone not written in the Lamb's book of life are all going to be in agreement. They are all going to be on the side of the beast. A lot of people have been talking about whether it's artificial intelligence, this image that has life breathed into it, or seems to be lifelike. AI seems to be a pretty good candidate for how that's going to happen, unquote. I agree, Pastor Barry. I totally do. I'm going to switch my glasses here, you guys. You know, if you only knew. (laughs) So, for instance, Revelation 13 talks about an economic system based on the mark of the beast. It will require all transactions to go through the mark system. To ensure compliance, the Antichrist government will have to surveil everyone all the time. He described 15-minute cities. Try to do that in for free. Can quote back to the article. There aren't enough people to police humanity at that level, but AI can keep constant tabs on everyone. AI can monitor the billions of cameras, computers, satellites, cash registers, phones, and everything else connected to it. AI will correlate and interpret that massive flow of data, Lindsay continued. It never sleeps, never takes a break. AI-powered robots can enforce the laws. Critics of regular police accuse them of favoritism and emotion-based prejudices. But if you defund the police, you still have the problem of crime and criminals. AI robots, on the other hand, have no emotions. They treat everyone the same. They don't require compensation and they can be as deadly as needed. Or program, should I throw in there? Mm, anyway, so we're heading, we're headed into a, a new world and we're not walking, we're running, sprinting, he explained. Uh, starting thousands of years ago, the Bible described our time as always, God prophecies are proven to be true every time 100 percent, you guys 100 percent. if you hear me cringe a little bit my little kitty cat murph the snurfies up here and she's got a hold of me with her claws and she's like you know kind of nibbling you know how cats do they kind of nibble then they take a bite out of crime you know and i go ah if you hear that just know it's murphy's fault okay snurfy anyway so the word of god did not sprout from the inspiration of man attacking the authenticity of the bible places harari in direct opposition to christ himself as john 1 1-5 and 14 outlines the word of god was made flesh in the person of jesus christ 
Christ. As for the suggestion of AI rewriting the Bible, whether Harari or the AI programmers realize it, this Antichrist spirit of thinking is directly forewarned against. And Revelation 22, 18 to 19 tells us in the KJV, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, uh, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Very bad, bad, bad. I told you guys, it's very bad. You don't want to do that. So as Ken Ham further explain or emphasize, don't put your faith in a puny man-made digital God who can't save. Put your faith in Jesus who made us and can redeem us. Amen, brother. Amen. It's only the one true God who solves our biggest problems. He came to the earth in the person of his son, Jesus, uh, in, in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, and died on the cross, paying the penalty that we deserved because of our sin. Then he rose from the grave, conquering sin and death, and offers eternal life to all who will put their faith and trust in him, he implored. Those that put their faith in Jesus Christ and accept him as their Lord and Savior today will not have to witness the Antichrist's wicked world governance. Those that trust the authority of God's word have incredible hope. Yes, we do. Not only will Jesus rescue his bride, that's us, the church, prior to the horrors of the tribulation, but he will also be the one after seven years of God's wrath who will bring a decisive end to the beast system that is already desired by today's globalists. Folks, you look around the world today and that's what they want. They want the Tower of Babel. They want total dominion control. Who does that sound like? Sounds like Satan. Remember, I will be like God. I will ascend. I, I, I remember. Yeah. And God cast him out of heaven. Cast him out of heaven. You remember that? Mm, pride. God hates pride. And who do we have? The LGBTQ plus ABCDEFG alphabet soup folks out there screaming pride. And they use the rainbow, God's promise, as their, you know, whatever. And you got, it's, it's sad. It's, a, it's total and complete rebellion against God and they will answer for that don't think they won't stand before God a holy righteous God and they'll have no answer they have no answer because you know we are wicked too we're just as wicked but we have Christ and Christ is our mediator we're covered by the blood of Christ and praise God for that so when we say we are righteous we are righteous in Christ not us of ourselves <laughs> no way in heck <laughs> no Christ Christ is our righteousness so thank God for Jesus. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I tell you what, scientists create a synthetic human embryos. And I started to read this yesterday and I just got sick to my stomach. I just could not do it. Um, but it's in the blaze, guys, if you want to check that out. is what they're doing is, is days of Noah. Days of Noah on a scientific level. It's just mm, 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 bad, bad, bad stuff, you guys. So let me jump on over here too. If you guys want some good headlines, you can go to raptureready.com or raptureready.com and you can read a whole, whole bunch of good stuff. Or you can also go to the latest news of hopeforourtime.com and you can go see uh, Thomas J. Hughes. And if his new book is out, what just reminded me today, I need to order that book. I need to. I needed it. Uh, synthetic embryos created in groundbreaking advance. That's what they're calling it. Mm, it's a big advancement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Anyway, you guys, I want to give some good news. I want to give some good news. A friend of mine that I uh, uh, went to elementary school with, her brother was in my class. Um, praise the Lord has a, a house for rent here where I live in uh, the Texas Panhandle. And uh, she made me really good, really good, sweet, 
offered to uh, rent her house because she's not there. She's traveling the world. Uh, bless her heart. She's a wonderful woman and a very good Christian woman. Um, anyway, conservative. She's woke. <laughs> uh, not not woke in a bad sense. She's woke to know what's going on in the world. Like we know um, that uh, the Antichrist, that we know the tribulation, we know all these things are coming to the rapture of the church is going to come. So we, we know we're awake. We see what's going on. And uh, so I'm going to move into that house, God willing. And we're going to look at it one more time today at about five o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. <laughs> and uh, make sure it's the right, right decision for me. Uh, it is a two-bedroom, one-bath, one-car garage with a big yard and a studio house in the back that I could rent out to somebody. It doesn't have a kitchen, but, you know, there's a lot of folks, uh, you know, older folks that uh, just need a hot plate, coffee pot, you know. It's got a bathroom and a shower. It's got that good stuff. Um, so, you know, I'll probably find uh, a, a, an older gentleman here that needs a place to stay because, you know, Social Security ain't that much. And, uh, you know, maybe help out somebody if I can. Anyway, so uh, that's good news. We're going to go look at that today. I'm super excited. And uh, my current uh, property manager here is a very, very dear friend of mine. And I sure do hate to move. I've stayed this whole time because of her. But, you know, I'm on the second floor and we've had tornadoes dropping around here like crazy. Perrington is two miles north or two miles, two hours north of me. And a deadly, devastating tornado that hit there killed two women in their 60s and 11-year-old boy. Please keep those families in your prayers. Um, Parrington is a close-knit farming community, farming ranching community, and uh, is very near and dear to us in Texas. And our governor is amazing. Greg Abbott is amazing. Not only has he outlawed transgender garbage in our state, they're not allowed to touch children um, under the age of 18. Praise God. He is a very good conservative Christian man. Um, but he has sent every Texas emergency medical, everything we have, uh, management, emergency management to Parrington to help and, um, has asked for prayers, of course. And so I'm thankful to live in Texas. I know, you know, you know, you hear us, Texas, you're so proud of y'all say, well, we really are. We are because we are conservative for the majority of us. We don't count Austin, but, or Houston, we are conservative. <laughs> They're like the black sheep of the family. Okay. Okay. You understand? <laughs> But the majority of us are conservative, God-fearing, uh, Bible-believing Christians that love our guns and love our pickup trucks, okay? All right, and our horses and our cattle. So, um, you know, it's crazy. Uh, but I'm very thankful to have grown up here with the values that my parents have instilled in me. And I am very blessed to have gone to two wonderful schools. Uh, I went to high school in Hart, Hart High School. And I went to elementary school in Nazareth. Yes, folks, I went to a Catholic, I'm not Catholic, but I went to a Catholic school. And I did, I had real nuns as teachers <laughs> up until I think about fourth grade. Um, Sister Herman Joseph, I had her, yep, and uh, Sister Adrian was probably one of my favorite, still one of my all-time favorite teachers of Sister Adrian. And uh, Sister Maculata, yeah. So I did. I had nuns growing up, but I wasn't Catholic. I've never been Catholic. Um, we were Baptists, me and my brother both when we went there. Uh, and I'm still a Baptist. And so, but anyway, the wonderful people there in Nazareth. And uh, lots of great folks in Hart where I went to high school at. And we're a very big farming community. Have a lot of cattle feedlots uh, there as well. Um, the one that, uh, if I'm sure y'all heard about the one in, in Dimmit, Texas, that caught fire and uh, 18,000 head of cattle, I think, died in that explosion. And uh, folks, Dimmit's like 30 miles from Hart. And so we're very close-knit um, down there. And so um, that was devastating. And so the floods up here have been you know, devastating. They've been very bad. Lots of people here in Amarillo have lost their homes, lost their belongings, uh, lost their vehicles. And these people where this flooding happened, um, 
especially the ones that lost a lot of their vehicles up here those you know those folks are not wealthy they're not um they're just like paycheck to paycheck folks uh you know and just keep them in your prayers and a lot of the folks south of town um they had discontinued they're not them but the insurance company discontinued their flood insurance in february of this year saying you said they said you're no longer in a flood zone and then what happened may june boom flooding and they've lost everything and so uh, you know, keep them in your prayers as well. Our city has done a wonderful, our new mayor, um, Cole Stanley is a, a great Christian man and we have a very good city council now and they're doing everything that they can, um, to assist folks. And so, um, you know, you love your communities. I love my community and I'm a big proponent of spending your money in your community, if you absolutely can't get it, you know, go somewhere, I'm sure, online or whatever. Maybe go to a bigger city and find a, a mom and papa store, you know, because there's not very many of them around. The government is taking over, you know, and I, I like Lowe's. Don't get me wrong. I do. I like Lowe's. But they're, you know, they're government. And, you know, they're, they were open during COVID. All those other places they allowed to stay open. But mom and pop stores, they said, nope. And remember, you can't even cut hair. You guys remember all that happened in Texas, but our governor pardoned her. <laughs> anyway, Ken Paxton, actually, um, our uh, attorney general. Um, so, you know, if you can, spend your money local. Get Find your local rancher. If you're here in the Texas Panhandle or anywhere around, I, I definitely recommend Pie Dom, which is Alan Birkenfeld out of Nazareth, Texas. He got some good grass-fed, grass-finished beef, and he's got chicken, he's got lamb, he's got pork. Um, he's got all kinds of good, good stuff there. Um, and if you want to go just a plain beef route and you don't want it all totally, completely grass-fed, you want a little toasted grain finish there at the end, a little fat there, um, you can go Schulte Beef. And that's S-H-S-C-H-U-L-T-E, Schulte Beef. And they're out of Nazareth as well. Uh, so there's two great folks right here just in the panhandle. And I'm sure if you got in touch with them, they can get you some. Now, I know Alan delivers. He delivers to Oklahoma, New Mexico, um, different places like that and they can also ship it to you so um keep that in mind you know if you're looking for some good grass-fed beef now i know that pastor billy crone up there in sunrise bible church so they got their own beef you know they got their whole little thing going on their little co-op going there i'm a little jealous by the way because i'm a little far off to uh, be able to order any of that but i do kind of miss it so if you're listening to me in the nevada area just know they have that there at sunrise bible church and now they have a doctor and a nurse they have a medical clinic right there folks that ain't gonna make you get the jab <laughs> they're actually going to care about you and i always want to throw this out because you guys know me you may not know me by now if you haven't listened to this program before but um i am totally i'm not totally holistic i got a friend of mine says you need to go holistic you need to quit eating that beef beef is bad for you i'm like look here honey i'm texas and beef is good <laughs> beef is there are micronutrients and there are all kinds of things in beef that you can't get anywhere else it's like in the egg yolk there's stuff in there lutein and stuff that you can't get you know in a lot of other places a lot of other foods and so i love my beef i love my ribeyes i even like bacon i know i know but i get the bacon uh, listen folks i get bacon it has no nitrates no nitrites no night none of that stuff uh is cured in celery seed that's kind of cool huh anyway and uh but if you whatever you can do holistically please do that because if you go to your doctor and they give you like a drug look they're not curing anything they're treating your symptoms is all they're doing you've got to get to the bottom of what's going on dr eric berg 
on YouTube. I know he's a Scientologist. Please don't rot me and tell me. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm not promoting his religion, um, but I am saying he's got really good advice when it comes to your body. Those chiropractors know. Let me tell you, I have a chiropractor here in town. He's fantastic. I love him. Uh, Dr. Shane Reamer. <laughs> anyway, if you're looking for a chiropractor and you live here, there you go. And he goes to Borger uh, twice a week. Anyway, uh, and so uh, Dr. Eric Berg, and there's one other one um, that I recommend also on YouTube. But guys, I'm telling you, those chiropractors, they know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about. And they can tell you, you know, how all these things, you know, interact with your body. So if you want to get to the bottom and actually heal your body and not just treat your symptoms, do some research. You know, I want to throw that out there because big pharma, have you ever looked at those commercials? I'll be sitting there going, uh, lower your A1C without whatever, you know, and then you have the side effects go, oh, it gets like diarrhea, vomiting, could have pain in your eyeball, gut pain. If you have a tear in the perineum, I'm like, uh, you guys know where that area is on your body. Uh, you could have really, you could have infections there. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. I think I'll keep my A1C at whatever it's at. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of ways to lower your A1C um, just by diet alone. Folks, you got to cut the sugar out. You got to cut those seed oils, all that garbage out of your body, carbs, all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of ways to do that. I want to go total carnivore. I would, but I have kidney disease. It's hereditary. I, you know, I can do about that, I guess. I don't know. I had high blood pressure for years and years and did not know it. And to think they caught that when I was 31 years old, 31, and some of us had high blood pressure my whole life. So all you kids out there that aren't paying attention to your health, just realize 31, I was 31. And I'll tell you what, I was 108 pounds, five foot one, and I worked out like a beast. Okay. So it had nothing to do with my health or what I ate. So it was just, it definitely was a hereditary thing. So um, but anyway, you want to get that stuff in check because if you don't, that can cause all kinds of long-term problems. And if you smoke, please quit smoking. Please, that's the best thing you can do. It's the best thing you can do. I quit. I've uh, been smoke-free for eight years now. Praise God because he's the only one that delivered me out of that. I'm going to tell you, folks, people are always like, it's too hard to quit. It's too hard. Let me tell you something. I have quit cocaine. I have quit drinking. And I have quit um, smoking. Now I got to do is quit sugar. <laughs> I don't do, I don't, I don't eat, I don't eat um, added sugar in any foods like that. I try not to, but you gotta be careful because when you look at foods, maltodextrin, all that stuff is sugar and they just, you know, label it something different that you won't know what it is, but it is, it's sugar. And so the best thing is eat clean, eat clean, shop the perimeter of the store, you know, get your meat, cook your own meat, cook it in beef tallow, uh, cook it in avocado oil, olive oil, whatever. Avocado oil is kind of hard to sear. You can't sear in olive oil because uh, the smoke point. But avocado oil, you can. Anyway, beef tallow, you can too. Um, smoke point beef tallow, I believe, is 400 degrees, whereas avocado oil is 500. Now, olive oil is way a lot lower than that. And uh, I just recommend sauteing and stuff like that. But anyway, I guess y'all didn't come here for a nutrition lesson, did you? <laughs> But I'm going to give you one, I guess. I like to share the knowledge that I learn, you know, that I glean off of all the things that has happened to me. I try to share it with you guys. So maybe um, you can stop that before it happens to you. Um, I'll tell you, uh, health issues are no fun, no fun, not at all. And especially when you don't know how to, what, what's wrong. So I will tell you, stay away from fast food and all that stuff. Just do some clean eating. Uh, Bobby Flavor at Flav City. Go check him out on YouTube. Dude, Rama, I'm going to tell you what, he got some major great information for you. And uh, definitely go check him out. I love him. I'm so glad I found him a few years ago, back in 2020, I guess. 
and uh, lots of good info, lots of good info. So let's move on to, uh, let's check out some other headlines here that we got some biggies. Let's check out some biggies. So school boards can now circumvent voters in renewing property tax levies. Uh, so they just gained more control over your property taxes thanks to a new law that took effect across Minnesota last week. Not the rest of the country, it's Minnesota. Uh, Senator Steve Kwadowski, uh, DFL Eden Prairie. Oh man, that's where you are. That's where Jan Markell is. What? Anyway, uh, carried the bill in the Senate. That provision now allows a school board to renew an operating levy a single time by board action at the same level it was approved by voters 10 years prior with an increase in dollar amount to adjust for inflation. When asked by his fellow legislators how many other states have enacted similar legislation, Fraser said he was unsure. Probably zero. Anyway, so Senator Russian official, here we go, Putin has green light to sever the undersea combo cables following reports attributing the September destruction of the Russian's Nord Stream gas pipelines to the Ukraine or or to the Ukrainian or U.S. government. The deputy uh, chairman of the Russia Security Council has declared that President Vladimir Putin should feel free to sever undersea communication cables of the country's, quote, enemies. Mm, we are now considered an enemy here in the U.S. of A., Folks, if we don't get Biden and the and these people out, they want this is what they want. You know, they want um, uh, people to die. They want um, less population. You know, oh, I got to get these headphones off my head, you guys. <laughs> I got to put some air. Got to get some air going in this room here. So, proposed bill to give Russian central bank assets to Ukraine, guys. This, this, you guys, is the big one. This is a doozy. This is a doozy. So, a bipartisan group of U.S. lawmakers introduced a piece of legislation on Thursday that would give President Biden the power to confiscate frozen Russian central bank assets and send them to Ukraine. Mm, the Rebuilding Economic Prosperity and Opportunity Repo. What a name for Ukrainians act was introduced in both the House and the Senate. According to the House Foreign Affairs Committee, taking funds from the Russian Central Bank would mark a significant escalation of Washington's economic war against Moscow. And uh, I'm going to throw in here, not necessarily just an economic war that would that would probably push Putin over the edge and uh, that might turn into a military nuclear war, which it seems that's what they want. They totally want this. Um, just to throw this out there, if you're not watching Mama Bear Prepper, Mama Bear Prepper, get on YouTube, check it out. Uh, her and her husband are both uh, retired military, or they both got out of the military. Um, I'm telling you guys, you need to be prepared. They could hit off one of them uh, EMPs above us, and boom, knock out all satellite communication, knock out our power grid, knock out everything. Then what are we going to be doing? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're like cavemen, you know, starting fires with their little sticks, you know. And that's only for people who know how to do that. <laughs> so I'll tell you this. If you do not have some survival gear, some uh, survivor books, please go get those in paperback. Don't put those on your iPhone, your iPad, your tablets, or whatever, your computer hard drive. Because if they send an EMP over, um, you'll have no power. There's no way. Unless you have that in one of those cages. Uh, you're not gonna have anything, okay? And you better get you some solar-powered stuff too. If, I mean, if that's what's important to you, but um, you will definitely want to have this in paperback so you can flip to it. Even if you have to look at it through candlelight at night, you're gonna have it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not gonna go anywhere. So please get you some of that. Get you some survival gear. Get you a gun. Get you a shotgun. Get you a taser. 
Uh, whatever you get you some pepper spray. Okay. If you don't want to handle firearms, you don't want to be lethal, you know, get you some pepper spray. Okay. It, that, that'll, that'll hold them off for a little bit. Okay. But when they come back, they're going to be really, really mad. <laughs> if you spray them with pepper spray, you ain't got nothing else. Mm, just saying. Uh, but, uh, this is coming from a Texas. Some of you guys, uh, can't, some of you guys cannot have firearms or weapons or anything like that. Get you a sword. Just, you know, do whatever you can go, go medieval if you got to. Um, but I'm telling you, you really, really need to prepare. Okay. I, I can't, uh, emphasize this enough. And if some of you guys are listening to me and you are not saved, you really, really need to be prepared. You probably need to be stocking up on food like those Mormons do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're going to need to be prepared uh, because nuclear war hits. Boom. Everything's going to be devastated. It's going to be, you can't eat any, I mean, whatever, you, it's going to be bad. I'm just saying that. You know, I'm always like, get you some food. You better get you some food. You better get you some food. But why are you getting food? Don't forget to get water. Okay. Get you some water. Start stocking up on water. I know people think I'm crazy. I know they do, but I'm telling you, when I started telling people to get food, food was comp fairly cheap. Now, that same can of chicken's like three times what it used to be. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, you know, I'm just saying it. Um, but um, no, I, I, I'm in all seriousness, I'm telling you, please, please just do yourself, especially if you have a family and, and, and elderly neighbors or even neighbors that are less fortunate than you are. Please be prepared to help them out. You know, we are Christians. We are to help our brothers and sisters. That's what we're here to do. Um, it's not all about us, right? Mm. People give me a hard time because, you know, I do that. I'm like, look, it's not just for me. I'm not going to eat all that food. I hardly ever eat. Seriously, I really don't. Um, and so I'm, I want to help other people. But um, just remember, be prepared. I, I would say get you six months to a year of water. I'm not kidding you. That's probably what you're going to want to do. You're going to set, you know stock that up and if you drink coffee like i do you might want to double that <laughs> just kidding just kidding but you know patriot who was that that sent me that michelle was it you michelle or Brittany? i think it was you michelle yeah uh michelle yes thank you um patriot food you can go get you some stuff there on patriot um you can even jump on to i know i hate to say the four letter word it's amazon amazon.com and there was some um, i want to show this up it's called keystone k-e-y-s-t-o-n-e now i have a lot of canned food by keystone and i'll tell you why i like keystone now i will tell you one thing not to get do not buy epic re rendered beef tallow grass-fed don't do it they said they're from austin texas well i called the number because i was like how do you sell your product because i had bought some and it wasn't very good by the way uh and it answered general mills general mills like the same makers of all the cereal the same ones that uh the cigarette companies bought out when they you know lost those lawsuits back in the 80s and 90s and i'm like uh wait a second and so i was in there and it wasn't even an austin i wasn't even a texas person hello how may we help you today i'm like what you're not texan <laughs> you can't, you're not even from this country which is not a bad thing if you want to outsource whatever but if you say you're in Texas, you say you're from Austin, Texas, you better be from Austin, Texas. That's all I got to say. So I don't recommend it. But anyway, Keystone. Keystone is fantastic because I will tell you, there is nothing in it but water and chicken. That's all they use. So um, you can definitely stock up on that. It actually has come down quite a bit. But you can get a can of Keystone all-natural chicken. And I'm looking at fully cooked uh 98% fat free no water added uh you can get uh one pound 12 ounces 28 ounce can for 12.89 12.89 um so if you're looking if you're looking for um some of that it's good stuff they got pork 
They got pork for 13 bucks a can. Um, turkey. They got turkey in there. Um, that's the big one. They have smaller cans, too. Um, but anyway, that's a good thing if you want to go and can. But like, you know, dry food and, you know, that can. But you can search. What is that? Augusta or something like that? I think they're out of Utah or something. But, you know, there's a lot of good stuff out there you can go check. But I'm just telling you, days days are getting short and everything's getting more expensive. And I don't trust our food supply anyway. So that's why... I, Less ingredients is better for me. But anyway, so RFK Jr. says he must be careful. The CIA doesn't assassinate him. Rogan asks uh, RFK Jr. what he thought would happen if he managed to get into office, to which Kennedy replied, I got to be careful. I'm aware of that. You know, I'm aware of that danger. I don't live in fear of it at all, but I'm not stupid about it. And I take precautions, he added. Kennedy spoke about his uncle JFK being at war with the military industrial complex and asserted that the intelligence agencies were trying to trick him into launching military excursions into Cuba and Vietnam. RFK Jr. again spoke about JFK, eventually concluding that he must, quote, shatter the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. JFK learned very early on that the purpose of the CIA and the intelligence apparatus was to create a constant pipeline of new wars for them for the military industrial complex. Mm-mm-mm, tell you guys. So, what's, um, isn't that the truth? I'm telling you. I'm just telling you. So, uh, House Oversight uh, Chairman says there is evidence of 20 to 30 million of illegal payments to Biden. And of course, we talked about that, and that is the truth. But here's the big one Bill Gates unveils $50 million partnership with the Chinese university that conducts military research. Liberal billionaire Bill Gates on Thursday announced a $50 million collaboration with a notorious Chinese Communist Party-controlled university that conducts research for the nation's military. Ah, not fishy at all. This is the Washington Free Beacon. Washington Free Beacon, if you guys would like to jump on there and check that out, .com, .com. It's by Alec Schimmel. Alec Schimmel posted on the 16th of June. So he goes on to say, Gates unveiled the partnership during a speech in Beijing, which the government-run propaganda outlet Global Times quickly covered thanks to a transcript Gates shared with the RAG. The $50 million from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will fund a research partnership with Tashinga University, which holds, quote, secret level security credentials quote for classified military research trains students for china's nuclear weapons program and has allegedly carried out cyber attacks for the chinese government according to the australian strategic police institute the university from which chinese president xi jinping graduated in 2002 with a degree in marxist theory is also funded by china's ministry of education and maintains a ccp commitment committee that keeps the school in accordance with president xi's hopes. Uh, Gates' partnership with Tshinga is aimed at carrying out drug and discovery research, which involves studying potent viruses. Now, I'm going to spell this university for you guys, Tshinga, because I have no idea if I'm pronouncing it right, but if you want to look it up, it is T as in Tom, S as in Sam, I N as in Nancy, G as in Gang, H as in Heather, U, A as in Apple. Okay. There we go. So the billionaire's willingness to work with the Chinese a government entity to a government-led entity to conduct search. Such research, however, comes as scientific research integrity in the communist nation emerges as a point of concern for the U.S. government. The U.S. National Institute of Health in 2019 launched a 300,000 grant to strengthen research integrity at China's Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and two major Chinese research institutions citing troubling instances of, quote, research misconduct inadequate ethical review and publication fraud 
Hmm. Those problems, the agency said, have had a negative impact on Chinese scientists and their U.S. collaborators and highlighted China's underdeveloped research ethics, capacity, and infrastructure. Wow. Gee, that doesn't sound fishy at all. That doesn't sound dangerous. No. <laughs> no. Congress has since moved to halt public funding to labs in China through its 2024 defense funding bill, which the House Appropriations Committee passed Thursday as a nonprofit entity. Gates's foundation would not be subject to the policy. The Gates Foundation will disperse its $50 million contribution over five years. The Beijing municipal government will also match the donation in order to bolster the institute's drug discovery capacity. A Gates Foundation press release said Thursday to Tsinghua University, the release continued, will support the endeavor by building and sharing research platforms, translating research discovery and developing talent. I'm just going to ask this question. Why are we researching this? Why? Why? There's no reason to play with this stuff. But you know there is. Because they want the next, the next pandemic is coming. Revelation is coming. The tribulation is coming. Hmm. Beyond the university's military ties, the school is under the supervision of China's State Administration for Science, Technology, and Industry for National Defense, a Chinese Communist Party entity that works to connect the nation's academics with this defense sector. This is far from the first time that Gates, who during his trip to China this week called Chinese scientists invaluable to public health innovation, has funneled money to Chinese government agencies and military tied universities. The Billionaires Foundation in 2021 sent nearly $30 million to Chinese organizations, including millions to the nation's National Health Commission, Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs, and to Tsinghua. Gates, while in China, visited Xi, marking the first meeting the Chinese president has held with a foreign private entrepreneur in recent years, according to Reuters. Around the same time of the meeting, investigative journalists Michael Schellenberger, Matt Tabby, and Alex Gutentag, Gutentag, I'm sorry, uh, reported that the first people infected by the COVID-19 virus known as Patients Zero were researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Multiple government agencies believe that the virus came from that lab, despite Dr. Anthony Fauci's uh, efforts to dismiss that theory. Mm -hmm. That little rat. Beep. I'm sorry. Uh, the Gates Foundation did not return a request for uh, comment. Of course, they did. And that is an evil, wicked, despicable little man. Makes me sick. I can't even look at him without barfing. I tell you what. Um, Bill Gates, special place in hell for you, little man. If you don't repent, you better repent while you still got breath in your body. As Russia prepares to use tactical nukes, millions of you don't even realize that you're going to die in a third world war. Yep. So Russia is deploying tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus, and there is lots of talk in the Russia media about using such weapons to bring a quick end to the war in Ukraine. The theory is that once the Russians show that they are willing to use tactical nukes, the U.S. and the other Western powers will back off. But that won't be what happens. In the event of a third world war, there will be no winners, including America. That's right, you guys. You can find this article at endoftheamericandream.com, and it's by Michael. And so, uh, what is going to what what is it going to take 
to wake people up, he asked. Russia is deploying tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus, and there's a lot of talk about this going on, he says. So I just paraphrased that sentence, but then because I just re- I just read it in the headline. Okay, okay. So the next sentence says, uh, so we go on to say, the theory is that once the Russians show that they're willing to use tactical nukes, the U.S. and the other Western uh, powers will back off. But that's not going to be what happens. Instead of backing off, the Biden administration will respond by using U.S. tactical nuclear weapons against Russian targets in Ukraine. And once both sides have used tactical nukes, it is just a matter of time before the big nukes, big nukes get used. This war could have been avoided at the negotiating table long before it ever started, but that didn't happen. And we could still have a negotiated solution, but at this point, both sides are not interested in peace talks at all. So we will continue to steamroll down a road that leads to nuclear conflict. Both sides just continue to escalate matters over and over again. And even Vladimir Putin is admitting that this could easily cause a third war war. Putin speaking at a meeting with Russia war correspondents in Moscow yesterday said, and I quote, the United States pretends not to be afraid of an escalation of the conflict in Ukraine, but saying the people there clearly do not want to take this to a third world war, unquote. You're absolutely right, Putin. We don't. In the event of a third world war, there will be no winners, including America. But even though Putin realizes where things could be heading, he insists that peace talks are not an option. In fact, he just said that this world will only end by freeing the entire territory of the former Ukraine from the United States and Ukrainian Nazis. Quote, we're forced, we were forced to try to end the war that the West started in 2014 by force of arms. And Russia will end this war by force of arms, freeing the entire territory of the former Ukraine from the United States and Ukrainian Nazis. There are no options. There are no other options, Putin said. The Ukrainian army of the U.S. and NATO will be defeated no matter what new types of weapon it receives from the West. The more weapons there are, the fewer Ukrainians and what used to be Ukraine will remain, he says. And more importantly, he emphasized that direct intervention about the NATO's European armies will not change the outcome. But in the ca- but in this case, the fire of war will engulf the whole of Europe. It looks like the U.S. is ready for that, too, Putin said. Did you catch that last part? Even if NATO forces directly intervene in Ukraine, Putin says that will not change the outcome, unquote. He is not going to back down, and he's not bluffing. Of course, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is also completely ruling out peace talks. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has rejected the prospect of negotiations with Russia counterpart Vladimir Putin. In an interview with Britain Sky News, which was broadcast on Thursday, Zelensky said that Putin doesn't want negotiations because he doesn't want peace. The Ukrainian leader said he was convinced that Ukraine was just the first step for Putin, who has his eye on other countries. If you read the Bible, it kind of makes sense. Gog and there's gonna God's gonna put a hook in Gog at G-O-G's mouth and drag him down uh, to Israel. Ezekiel 38 and 39. Anyway, uh, so U.S. leaders have been making similar statements. They keep talking. They keep telling us that we're we are in it to win it, whatever that means. Our politicians have become absolutely obsessed with winning in Ukraine, and they are not going to back down either. But many inside Russia believe that Western leaders are weak and that they can be forced to back down. As I noted at the beginning of this article, the idea that using tactical nukes will force the U.S. and other Western powers to back off is starting to gain a lot of traction in the Russian media. For example, the following excerpts come from an article in the Russian media entitled By Using Its Nuclear Weapons, Russia Could Save Humanity from a Global Catastrophe that was authored by Professor Sergei 
oh boy, Karaganov, <laughs> the uh, honorary chairman of Russia's Council on Foreign and Defense Policy. And I state, we cannot, I quote, sorry, we cannot repeat the Ukrainian scenario. For a quarter of a century, we were not listened to uh, when we warned that NATO enlargement would lead to war. We tried to delay to negotiate. As a result, we ended up in a serious armed conflict. Now the price of indecision is an order of magnitude higher uh, than it would have been earlier. But what if the president, Western leaders refuse to back down? Perhaps they have they have lost all sense of self-preservation. Then we will have to hit a group of targets in a number of countries to bring those who have lost their senses back to their senses. It's a morally frightening voice. Uh, I'm sorry, he goes, it's a it's a morally frightening choice. We would be using God's weapon and condemning ourselves to great spiritual loss. But if this is not done, not only may not only may Russia perish, but most likely the whole human civilization will end. Unquote. The paragraphs above were not written by some random nut job. Professor Sergei Karaganov is considered to be one of Russia's top foreign policy experts, but he is dead wrong. If Russia uses tactical nukes in Ukraine, Western leaders will not lose their resolve. Instead, they will use tactical nukes in return. We must not go down this road. Unfortunately, people like you and I don't get to make these decisions. The Russians just deployed tactical nukes to Belarus and Belarus and Belarus. Oh my goodness, I can't pronounce that that country's name but Belarus's president we'll put it that way Alexander Lushenko is warning some of these weapons are quote three times more powerful than U.S. atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945 and guys you know a devastation that did oh my gosh anyway so his comments come as Belarusian I can't even pronounce that I'm sorry God I'm sorry you guys Belarusian, there we go, we'll say a Belarusian, just a girl from Texas, okay, anyway, um, President uh, Alexander Lukashenko, my goodness, I can't talk today, Lukashenko revealed that his country had started to receive tactical nuclear weapons from its ally, uh, Russia, so look, Lukashenko told Russia State TV that his country was receiving weapons, some of which he said were three times more powerful <clears throat> than the U.S. atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945. The deployment of tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus is Moscow's first move of such warheads, shorter range, less powerful nuclear weapons that could potentially be used on the battlefield outside Russia since they since the fall of the Soviet Union. When people hear the term, quote, tactical nukes, they tend to think of them as relatively small weapons, but that's not the case at all. In fact, if one of those tactical nukes is launched, it will be the largest nuclear weapon used in a war in all of recorded human history. I just wish that both sides would stop escalating the conflict because once nukes are used, there will be no turning back. Sadly, our leaders just can't help themselves. Just a few days ago, we learned that the Biden administration is actually planning to send depleted uranium munitions to Ukraine. The Biden administration is said to transfer depleted uranium shells to Ukraine for the first time since the Russian invasion began. The Wall Street Journal reports Tuesday. Internal administration debate uh, over the controversial munitions has been going on for several months, but an admin official quoted in the WSJ says at this point there are no major obstacles to sending it, which will be used to equip M1 Abram tanks provided 
uh, by Washington. This is a crime against humanity all by itself. If you doubt this, go to the Google Images and type in depleted uranium Iraq and look at the pictures that come up. On top of everything else, the former Secretary General of NATO is warning that some European nations, such as Poland, are actually considering sending troops into Ukraine if the alliance as a whole doesn't take stronger action soon. Folks, mm -mm -mm. the former civilian head of NATO alliance is warning that some Eastern European states are prepared to send their soldiers to Ukraine if the bloc does not make significant pledges to Kiev during an upcoming summit. Anders Rasmussen, from uh, former NATO uh, Secretary General and a current advisor to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, is touring Europe in Washington to gauge the level of support Kiev should expect at the Vilnius uh, summit in July. Uh, this murder that I'm sure. But anyway, he goes, quote, I think that Poles would seriously consider going in and assemble, uh, and assemble a coalition of the willing if Ukraine doesn't get anything in Vilnius, I guess. He said, uh, we should underestimate the Polish feelings or we shouldn't underestimate the Polish feelings. The Poles feel that for too long, Western Europe did not listen to their warnings against the true Russian mentality. So how does this all end? He says, uh, it has been clear that neither side is going to back down. And if push comes to shove, Russia will definitely use nukes. I've been warning about this type of scenario for a long time, but I feel like my more, my warnings fall in mostly on deaf ears. He says, this is not a game. If the small nukes get used, the big nukes will get used. And if the big nukes get used, millions of you are going to die. Anyway, you can check out Michael's new book entitled End Times. It's now available paperback and for Kindle on Amazon.com. And so I will... Uh, let me see. I'll put this on here. Author's name is Michael, and uh, he doesn't give a last name, so that's uh, diff That's kind of unusual, which I like. That you know, that's yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna click on this, and I'm gonna pull up the paperback, and I'm gonna link it. Uh, Michael Snyder. There we go. There we go. I knew it was Michael Snyder. <laughs> he used to put his last name uh, on his. I hate to quote something and then not give the author credit because that ain't cool. That's not cool. So Michael Snyder, and that's called Intons by Michael Snyder. And he uh, he um, sent it up there November the 2nd of 2022 is when he published it. And I'm going to put a link um, in the, well, it's a long link, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to put this link uh, in the description so you guys can check it out. But I'll give you like a preview here really quick. Let me scroll on to here. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Let's see, here we go. Okay, so. All of human history has been building up to a grand crescendo, and we get to be here for it. Jesus warned us that the days just before his return would be unlike any other. There has never been a time like it before, and there will never be a time like it again. In his infinite wisdom, God chose to place you at just this moment in history or human history. You were born for such a time as this, and you have a destiny to fulfill. But if you don't understand God's plan for this hour, you could potentially fall into the enemy's trap. So many believers will plunge into a state of depression as global events spiral out of control. But the truth is that God wants you to live in victory. Michael Snyder has packed a tremendous amount of cutting edge information into this book, and his goal is to help you put the pieces of the end time puzzle together. Uh, even though we are literally living in the end days, very few churches are even talking about these things. The clock is ticking, and this book will be an invaluable tool to help you understand what is coming next. Ah, that sounds like a fantastic book, you guys. I really do like Michael Snyder. I read a lot of his articles. I do. And uh, I'm telling you what, I should have known his last name. <laughs> when I saw Snyder, I was like, oh, yeah, Michael Snyder, duh. The end of American Dream. I should have known that because I read a lot of those. But anyway, go check him out on Amazon. 
The book is, you can get a paperback for $15.24, but if you're on Kindle, like myself, $9, $9 for the Kindle version there, and you get 27 points, by the way. Michael Snyder, End Times, go check it out, you guys. Show some love, show some love for these small people. Not small people, but, you know, it's people that uh, uh, aren't big headliners, because, you know, mainstream media doesn't doesn't promote any of our stuff, you know, so I like to promote people when I can. Uh, anyway, so with that, you guys, I'm going to get off of here. And if you want to, you can jump on um, Amazon.com uh, and look for some of my books, too, if you want to. Um, Heather O'Daniel. O'Daniel. That would be me, O'Daniel, if you want to get serious. No. <laughs> and you can just top in Heather. Let me see if it, what it pulls up here for me. Let's see. I got, I think, seven books. Seven books. And I, made, I did a redo of one of mine. And uh, I'm going to have to double check with you, Art. Make sure you got the updated version because it'll say that. Um, so I have After the Rapture, What Comes Next, uh, $4.99. You guys, $4.99. $4.99 on Kindle. And uh, I got Aliens, Demons, or Angels, A World in Chaos. So that was the number one book. $0 if you're on Kindle Unlimited. Zero free to read. Uh, or two ninety eight to buy. You go figure it out. So I don't have a price very high. Uh, Aliens, Demons, or Angels, World Peace, which is book two. Free to read on Kindle Unlimited. three ninety nine on paperback. Uh, there's some other ones on there as well. So, um, my very favorite one, um, uh, my favorite book, let me see if I can go, it'll pull up my author page here, um, is When the Rapture Hits the Fan. That's my favorite book. That's the favorite one I wrote. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, I thought that was, uh, it was pretty good. I, you know, Miss Gal, When the Rapture Hits the Fan, what will you do? And, uh, so if you're on Kindle Unlimited, uh, you can buy that, uh, watch that for free. You can read it for free. Paperback is, uh, four ninety nine. And uh, you get five points on that, five points. So, yeah, I don't, I don't price them very high. Um, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I don't make hardly anything on those. It's not the point. Mine is just, you know, to keep people engaged, to keep people encouraged. And uh, a couple of those are from a sci-fi point of view. Like I'll pull up here. Let's see. When the Rapture Hits the I actually read that on, I read that in one of my podcasts. I read my book uh, on one of the podcasts so that people could, um, you know, uh, kind of get an idea so um let me see i'll go through the front here so it says let me do my do my um here introduction i'm sure you're familiar with the saying when the stuff hits the fan quote um otherwise call me referred to as s-h-t-f um let me see we can't scroll too fast so well i'm gonna talk about r-h-t-f or in other words when the rapture hits the fan he said uh, i authored this book to complement my previous book after the rapture what comes next the first book is more of an emergency step-by-step rapture manual of what will happen at the rapture all the way to the second coming of christ this book is more of a dramatic truth and fiction story uh telling from a uh where'd i go well, I'm telling, telling from a uh, left-behind person's point of view. This book will describe two persons' lives in vivid detail and bystanders from the moment of the rapture to their eventual decision to either accept the Lord Jesus or to reject him. It is a fast-paced, dramatic short story uh, which utilizes scripture to highlight and emphasize biblical truth. I hope you enjoy the story and thank you for your support. And then let's put on here. I hope this book will bring some clarity to what will happen on the earth if it hasn't already begun. It says you grab this book for a reason. Perhaps you're curious about the tribulation or maybe you are in the tribulation right now. We are so close to the rapture of the church as I write this that by the time you read it, we may have already been snatched away by our Lord and Savior. If not, there's still time for you to catch that ride. What are you waiting for? And so it goes on to the 
to the story here. I'll give you just a little quick quick preview here. Chapter 1. Maybe I'll read the first paragraph. <laughs> uh, you're relaxing in your comfy bed late on a Wednesday night, casually sipping on some barefoot Merlot while eating some chocolate-covered strawberries. You're trying to forget all the cases you have lined up on the docket for tomorrow morning, so you're binge-watching some meaningless show when suddenly there is a loud, ear-piercing crack that reverberates through the air. You see it. Well, that just went off the air. There we go. I guess that's all y'all get, folks. <laughs> that's all you get. That's all you get. I hope that's enough. Um, anyway, if you, if you don't want to buy the book, that's good. You can go back to my podcast. And I actually read the whole book um, on one of my podcasts. So anyway, with that, guys, it is in the afternoon. Uh, it is Saturday, and I'm going to go get some sun. Okay, I got the top down on the car, and at 4 o'clock, I actually have a haircut. You guys know, for me, it's like going to the dentist to getting my haircut. But I had 8 inches eight and a half inches cut off my hair a few weeks ago and so I said leave my bangs you know whatever because I had I didn't have bangs it was all one length and I said like, yeah, maybe I'll try some bangs I don't like my bangs I don't like bangs I realized right now I don't but it's a little too late because I have them now and uh, so at least leave them long enough you know so I can still put it in a ponytail you know yeah, that didn't happen and um and so they're always in my face and i have to wear that little band thing so i'm gonna get all, i'm telling you i'm getting all my hair cut off at four o'clock today not all but i'm i'm going short i'm gonna go short uh i work in healthcare and you know, putting it up and all and i work security also so i'm a security officer as well on the weekends and uh um, putting it up and all the buns and all that stuff is just not worth it anymore and i'm at the age right now where pfft, you know what do they say older people usually have short hair i'm like somebody told me that i'm like i'm 47 does that quantify as old now <laughs> i guess it does but anyway so i'm gonna get my hair cut um at four o'clock y'all pray for me and pray for the little lady that's gonna cut my hair she's super sweet she's owned um terrific time um here uh in Amarillo. her name is deb her and her husband for like 40 years and so she's been doing this a long time and so anyway it's hair, right? It'll grow back. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I cut my hair short back in 2017, too. So my hair grows fast. So thank God for that. Um, but anyway, guys, I'm going to get off here. I'm going to go enjoy the day. Uh, I'm going to read some of my Bible. I'm going to get caught up on Athy Creek, um, Pastor Brett Meters, um, uh, some of his sermons that I missed on Wednesday. And they have Saturday night service. If you guys uh, are, are looking for a church or you haven't found a good church or whatever, you guys can watch them online on Saturday. And I'll tell you what, the other week, my friend Karina, of course, you know, we all prayed for her. She passed away. Um, golly, it just breaks my heart um, since high school, you know. Um, but uh, she's on to be with the Lord, so she's in a much better place. But I feel so sad for her six kids and uh, husband. And um, anyway, uh, but anyway, I called in to Athe Creek. They had an 800, you know, an 800 number. If they had a number down there, you could call in for prayer. And I called in, and Brian, Pastor Brian, um, prayed with me he prayed with me uh last or saturday before last and so um what a wonderful church athy creek is uh so there's a lot of good churches out there and folks they also you can also do watch parties you, know, you can do like watch parties in your home like if you can't get to a church and uh, you can reach out to them and if there's not one in your area maybe you could be the beginning of that watch party anyway but the big thing is is to find a church um find a church uh, that preaches the word of God, that preaches through the word of God, not just on topics that, you know, you know how those people are. They take one sentence out of the Bible and they build an entire sermon around it. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess that's okay. No, it's not. Um, you need to preach through the word of God. And so when you preach through the Bible, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, 
Uh, you can't leave out those uncomfortable chapters, you know. Is homosexuality a sin? Well, if you listen to our sermons, you'd know. Yes, it is a sin. There's a lot of things that are a sin. But uh, homosexuality is an abomination into the Lord. And he says that uh, there's a lot of things that are uh, an abomination into the Lord. And so we really, 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 you got to tell people the truth. I say this all the time. You got to tell them the truth in love, in love. Um, and God hates homosexuality because of what it does to the person and to society and to the family structure and everything. Else. Look at look at the United States. If you don't believe me, I know there's a lot of you guys that listen uh, around. Look at the United States. Look what's happened to our country since this LGBTQ transgender garbage. Look at look what's happening. Look, they are demol. They're just steamrolling over our country. And I'm going to tell you one thing. If you're a, a Dodgers fan, I would burn that jersey. I would burn every bit of it. And I'd burn the ball caps. I would burn it all because I tell you what, tell you what, they will burn that that that, that whole thing is that I saw that on Fox News, and I tried to shy away from that because I didn't want to see the images of that. But the but they would rather kowtow, kowtow to some satanic, uh, transgendered, whatever you want to call the garbage group and offend 1.3 billion Catholics. 1.3 billion Catholics in Los Angeles. Well, not just Los Angeles, but in the world. You know, but I was like, this little base, you know, and that's what they did. That, and they, not only Catholics, but Christians as well. I don't even know if they what are they called the the uh the I, it doesn't even matter what the group is called does I'm not even giving them the air time doesn't even matter, but they are satanic they are I'll tell you what those people will stand before a holy righteous God one day and they'll answer they will answer for what they've done. You gotta see what they did on a cross. I won't even say it. I won't even say it. It's blasphemy. Of the highest accord, I would say, it just made me so angry. I, I was waiting for lightning to strike them, strike them dead. I was waiting. I tell you what, if you're a Dodgers fan, you might rethink that. What about the Blue Jays when they fired their pitcher? They let him go because he uh, uh, sided with boycotting Target and Bud Light, and then he backed down and apologized. I'm like, bro, I think if he wouldn't have backed down and apologized, I mean, he would have been okay, but he he didn't. You know, there'll be those Christians. They'll say they're Christians, but they're really not. Because when it comes down to it, they they will they won't they'll turn their back on Christ because they want the approval of the world. The wheat from the tares is what it reminds me of. The wheat from the tares. But God, God, we did all this in your name. Lord, we we cast out devils in your name. And Lord, we did this and Lord, we did that. And he'll say, Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness, for I never knew you. And off into gnashing and wailing will you go. You know, the Bible says, if you deny me in front of people, he will deny you in front of his father. If you can't stand up, if you can't stand now, you're not going to stand later. That's for sure. Christians, get some cojones, as we would say. (laughs) You have got to stand up for yourself. You got to stand up for Christ, not for ourselves, but for Christ. If you're if you're embarrassed to be a, a Christian now, now, there are people over on the other side of the world from the United States, there are people in North Korea, in China, in the Middle East that die for their faith. They are 
tortured because they are Christians. And here in the United States, we have a baseball player that's apologizing because, oh, I'm sorry. Are you serious? Well, don't come to the Rangers, buddy, because we don't need cowards. You know, if you can't, if you can't stand by what you say, you're a coward. You are a coward. I mean, I was all for it when he was like, yeah, 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 my mom protested. And then, of course, oh, when it came down to it, and they told him he had to apologize. Well, he did, so he apologized. And then what happened? They let him go. There you go. There you go. The only baseball team I now support is the Texas Rangers. I was a Boston fan for a long time, but not anymore. Texas Rangers. All the way, buddy. All the way. And how about them Oklahoma Sooners women's softball champions? World Series, three times in a row. And they are Christian women, and they were not embarrassed. They said the name of Jesus Christ is my Savior. They said no matter what, you guys ought to check out those videos. Proud of them. I've never been an OU fan. Very good friend of mine, Chad, is an OU fan. I give him a hard time because I'm a USC fan. <laughs> he believes maroon. I believe maroon and gold. So there's a difference. Anyway, no. Um, so we're always giving each other heck because, you know, USC, we have more national championships in you know, football um, than they do. So we're always like back and forth, back and forth. But after that, after that, I said, give me an OU jersey, buddy. Give me an OU jersey. I'll be proud to wear it. I will. Um, I sure, I certainly will. Those ladies um, were wonderful. And I thank God they won. And I thank God they had the guts the guts to show their love for Jesus Christ and to show that you must repent. They spoke the truth, you guys, the Bible truth, and they didn't they weren't afraid. Their coach taught them that. How amazing. How amazing. Anyway, get in the word of God. Get in the word of God, you guys, and let the word of God get into you. Because I'm telling you, there's gonna come a day when they will take your Bible from you, and all you'll have is the word that you have put in your heart. What did Jesus say? Hide my word, hide, hide, hide his word in your heart. And the Holy Spirit's going to bring it to your remembrance. Sometimes I'll be on here talking about something and I'll, and I'll think about the scripture I want to talk about and then I can't think about it. And boom, all of a sudden it comes to me. I'm like, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit. That's right. Oh, guys, I'm going to get off of here. Just know that I pray for y'all. I totally do. I pray for you guys. Um, everybody that listens, I get, um, I get some pretty cool stats and um, I can break them down. And uh, it's kind of cool about the countries. Um, in the nations and stuff. And I'm just like floored. I'm floored that this little Texas girl from a very small town uh, can actually reach that far, you know. Um, I think that's cool. Hey, Joseph. Hey, buddy. Um, thanks for the thanks for the text message, man, um, from Arkansas. Dude, I, uh, uh, one of these days, one of these days we are going to meet because I know you go to Lubbock. And um, so, I mean, the next time you're going to Lubbock to see the kiddos, um shoot give me give me some time hook you know give me some uh give me a heads up and I'll, i will make time uh to come out and see you and i am sorry about the goats um you know i'm sorry they got their goats got killed um by a bear murdered anyway um i'll tell you this what happens when you live out there um but anyway and i know y'all got some baby goats and uh but that's devastating i lived on a farm and i hate when stuff like that coyotes and all that stuff happens it happens you know but anyway um, but I am just totally, totally amazed. Like, there's people in Russia that hear this program. I'm like, wow, man. Russia and Australia and countries I've never even heard of. Um, like Ghana. Oh, I've heard of Ghana. But there's, like, little countries like Mali. And um, just, wow, this is so cool. Uh, Germany. I'm like, wow. And, of course, the United Kingdom. 
And um, so I think that's cool. I even had some people from um, Ireland. You know, that was kind of cool. I remember. But anyway, that was neat. Um, <laughs> in Spain. I don't know. In Spain, I have a new listener, I noticed. Um, God bless you there in Spain. Um, welcome welcome to the viewing here. And I got uh, some folks in France, too. And uh, so, yeah, um, that's totally cool. And I'm like, wow, it, just, it literally blows this little Texas girl's mind in New Zealand. You know, I got a lot of folks there in New Zealand. And um, but it, it does. It just blows. You have no idea um, how much that amazes. It just totally amazes me. <laughs> it really does. Um, but anyway, um, I, I just want to thank every single one of you guys who, who just, you know, pull this podcast up just to listen to it and i I hope i just bring you guys maybe some humor and uh, encouragement and uh my whole thing is just to warn you know to sound the trumpet that hey you guys the rapture's coming christ is coming um and you know we may or may not see the rapture i think we will see it in our lifetime but i mean even if we don't i mean we have got to tell everybody about christ because I mean, the thing is, if you die without Christ, you go to hell for eternity, eternity. And uh, Satan's banking on you being a coward, backing down and apologizing for what you said. That's what he's doing. That, that's what he banks on. And uh, we can't let him win. We can't. This is eternal. You know, we may suffer here on earth, but it's like a vapor. We're here today, gone tomorrow. We're like a vapor. We're like like the wheat. Right. And then that's burned in the oven and made by brick. Right. So we're not here for very long. It may seem like it does, but we're really not. But we have an eternity and you're going to spend an eternity, which is a very long time. It's forever. You will spend an eternity in either heaven or hell. And so you have got you got nobody can make that decision for you. Your grandmama might have been a Christian. Your mama might be a Christian. Your daddy you might be a Christian. Your little brother might be a Christian. But if you don't make the decision for yourself, you're not a Christian. If you don't truly know that you need to repent of your sin, that you are a sinner, a wretched sinner like the rest of us. And if you don't realize that and why you even need a savior, then, you know, you're not you're not understanding. But you need to be saved. You need to be washed in the blood of Christ. You need to be forgiven. You need to ask for forgiveness. Believe that Christ died on the cross for your sin and my sin, believe that God raised him three days later and that he ascended to heaven. And now he sits on the right hand of the throne of God. He sits because it's finished, but he sits up there because he is our mediator. He is our advocate. Boom. That's it. He's our advocate with a couple A. Satan is the accuser. Do you see what he did? Did you see what he did? Did you see Heather? Did you see what she did? Did you see what she thought? Did you hear that? Did you hear what she thought? Oh, did you see that? Did you see that? She cussed that guy out of cobalt in front of her. Oh, she gave them the emerald wave. Did you see that? And Jesus is like telling the father, yeah, yeah, but she's mine. You know, she's mine. I'm forgiven. His blood covers me. So when God sees you and me as Christians, born again believers in Christ, you have to be a Christian. So when God looks down at you, he doesn't see you for the sinful, wretched person that we are. He doesn't see us like that. He sees us through the righteousness of his son, his son, Jesus Christ. So when you say put on the righteous of Christ, that's what we're doing. Ephesians 6.10, we put the righteousness of Christ, the helmet of salvation. We're putting on Jesus. And so when God, the Father, our Heavenly Father sees us, he sees us through Christ as if we've never sinned. That's what justified means. Just as if you've never sinned. That, folks, is good news. That, folks, 
is amazing. That is the good news. That should get you up and do a little jig, a little Irish jig. That, folks, should get you jumping for joy, singing hallelujah, amazing grace. Mm-mm-mm. Praise the Lord. I tell you, I'm so thankful and so humbled, um, so humbled that, you know, God forgave me. And uh, you can be forgiven, too. You can be sitting on your couch eating cheat toes. I don't care. You can be eating celery and peanut butter. I don't know. Whatever you eat, right? <laughs> Avocados and toast. Oh, you millennials. Anyway, uh, so whatever, whatever you're eating, whatever you're doing, you're in the yard, you're driving in your car, walking the dog. I don't care. If you hear the sound of my voice and you're not saved, get right with God today. Today is the day of salvation, Christ said. Anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. That's what the Bible says in Romans. So as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And I'm really going to get in Texas in the South. We got to say by at least two times. That's just how we roll, folks. That's how we roll. Anyway, um, thanks all you guys so much for listening. I so much appreciate it. And uh, I just hope I'm an encouragement. And uh, I just hope that I'm taking headlines and I'm showing you what the Bible says is going to happen and, and how our world culture is showing the truth of the Bible and um, how the Bible said this was going to happen. And God knows the end from the beginning. And um, there's no surprises for him. So anyway, um, guys, thank you all so much for listening. And um, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, doing your rapture practice, because we're going home. <laughs> <laughs>